The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm here with Paul Atherton. How are you this morning? Hi, Tim. Yes, doing really well. That's good to hear. So... I've been, you know, playing around with some of my investments. Um, I noticed, I guess, the other day, some of them went down a little bit, uh, lost like a little bit of money. I mean, in in the overall scheme of things, I'm still up. But, you know, if my investments are starting to lose money, should I pull out or should I wait? What do I do? Well, I guess the first question, Tim, is why are you playing around with your money? This worries me. You know we've spoken. Uh, but it's a good question. I mean... Um, in fact, it's probably one of the most common questions I get. It's like, oh my gosh, I've lost money, and nobody can tell me how I've lost the money. And I find this infuriating and frustrating, not on behalf of my clients or uh, the people telling me this, because frustrating because the people handling the money haven't told them or haven't given them a heads up. I mean, it should be very, very clear. It should be very easy to tell uh, an investor where why their portfolio has gone down. It doesn't mean they've lost money, by the way. It just means it goes down. So let's just talk about this. And I, I hate to say this, Tim, to your answer to your question, but it depends. So you need to think about the quality of your portfolio. So how diversified your portfolio is and where your money and hence your risk resides. So here are some questions you might want to ask yourself when you're when you look at your portfolio and it's gone down a little bit in terms of its dollar value. And the first question is, am I invested in bonds or safe, the more safe and secure bonds? And if you are, what kind of bonds are they? And remember, bonds are debt instruments that pay a fixed income. They should be safer. But if the bonds are not government bonds or corporate bonds, well, corporate bonds are much more riskier. And I think people underestimate how risky they can be. And they can go down and swing quite largely and I would encourage people to be very wary of uh, corporate bonds and they can find themselves into a lot of people's portfolios without them realizing it. The other thing we've spoken about this before in terms of diversifying your risk and we always diversify risk between asset classes i.e. bonds versus stocks and I'd say let's think about where those bonds are because you can diversify your bonds. Do you own just Australian government bonds? You don't need to. In fact, you probably shouldn't. Let's look at other bonds. There are other markets out there. And I would seriously look at the entire portfolio, and it could be just the fact that maybe there's a credit risk issue over the Australian government. Now, we have a AAA rating at the moment, but maybe that's at risk. And if that's at risk, your government, safe government bonds are likely to take a little bit of a hit. So that could be a reason driving, driving the the value of your portfolio. But again, bonds tend to be a bit safer. So what about stocks then? Because, I mean, I haven't personally gone into bonds. Um, I've taken possibly the more risky route, let's say. So oh, Very brave of you, Tim. But I'm sure you're <laughs> diversified within stocks. So I think the first question, again, there's a series of questions you need to ask yourself. And first, I would say is, am I invested in single stocks or an index of stocks? 
In other words, have, have I made a bet on a company, a single stock, or have I made a bet on an entire sector or a sector of the economy which the index represents? And the reality is, if you invest in single stocks, you've taken a much greater risk. And as mentioned before, the average life of a stock or a company is approximately four and a half years. And you don't want to be in one of those stocks that uh, sort of yesterday's story. And some, of course, last longer and prosper, like Apple. Keep using that as an example. But another might fly high and then disappear. And Nokia, again, is probably the counterexample to that. And you think about stocks, you really have no influence over the company. You can't tell the CFO he needs to pull his socks up and have a tighter rein on his uh, spending. But then because of that, often people say when you vet on single stocks, you've made a bet. Well, could be a good bet, but perhaps if your stock is down, you've made a bad one. So I would take a serious look at that. Now, you've also may have invested in a fund uh, and the fund has gone down. Well, then my question is, what does the fund invest in? And I I had a friend of mine that... um, came to me and he said he was down significantly, he couldn't find out why, his, his financial advisor couldn't tell him. So I take, took a look, a bit of a deep dive into his portfolio and found he was a heavy investor in condoms, but I have no idea why. I don't know what part of that strategy it represented for him or whether indeed it was a good or a bad one. That's, that's so what was, it, was, was that a decision on his behalf? That wasn't a decision okay. on his behalf. Okay. Apparently on no one's behalf that I could find find any rationale for it. But you find these in people's portfolios. Um, so digging deep, you'll find a lot of interesting things. And it's, it's not hard. It it's actually can be quite fun. Um, I certainly enjoy it. So I guess you, know, you hear on the news that the economy can be affected by this, that, and the other. So news of the world and you know, stocks are affected by you know, some, let's say, disaster or a similar kind of event. Uh, what, what does that mean for me? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, every evening you hear on the news something happened and stocks were affected. I mean, it's always the case. Nobody wants to say the Dow went down. We don't know why. It's probably a more honest answer. But yes, these what I would call external factors. So what drives the price of a stock are often referred to intrinsic or extrinsic factors. The intrinsic being... The quality of the company, is it doing well? Have they made the right investments? Is the CFO good, the CEO good? Have they got great products? Is it, is it something that people want to buy? And then there's extrinsic factors. And I think this is quite critical, and uh, often you'll get these external shocks. So perhaps a war breaks out, Brexit, Trump being voted in. These are all external factors, and they do affect the value of stocks, and positions will move up and down based on these. But if your portfolio is down and there appears to be no external news, then it's probably internal. And perhaps your investment manager has invested in Nokia, for example, and that wouldn't be good just before Apple came out with the iPhone. Or perhaps you invested in BHP just before the commodity markets tanked. So maybe there are some areas that you need to look at. And that's a good indicator. Is your portfolio moving because of extrinsic, uh, external value uh, factors, or is it something internal? And if the news is external, it is usually a sign to keep calm. And apart from maybe some appropriate research, which I always suggest to do uh, from time to time, but, you know, and a great example of this, Tim, is the largest stock market crash in history was in October of 1987. The Dow lost 22.6% of its value, which in one day is utterly staggering. But it was back to the same position within a year. I think actually it was six months. I'll have to check the data on that. But it was back very quickly. In other words, 
sitting back, relaxing, uh, maybe doing a bit of uh, research, but ultimately, if you're invested in a broad spectrum of uh, stocks and bonds and you're diversified in your risk, people have had a good hard look at the way you're invested, over the long term you will win. I wouldn't be pulling money out. Certainly not if there was a huge market downturn. In fact, these are opportunities and I often tell people keeping cash on the side is really good just to take advantage of these externalities. And so, I mean, I guess if, if you were to panic and everyone were to panic, that would cause the kind of crash that you'd have in the, in the 20s, let's say. That was, 20s, yeah. 80s, 87, I just mentioned, the recent GFC. They're all panics. We've had many, many panics. I've had multiple panics during my career. And I guess the one thing that seems to be true is, I think Warren Buffett says, be greedy when everyone is fearful and fearful when everybody's greedy. Hmm. So being counter to the flow is always good. And that's why I really do encourage people to to keep cash on hand, keep calm, and have a good think about how they've invested. Thank you for speaking with me. Great, Tim. That's been a lot of fun. Catch you around. Paul Street Journal.